Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's Q&A, which this week is brought to you on Friday morning, because I've been running, oh, every morning this week I've been up at five or before five, and then a job came in, and it was picking up from Aylesbury, going to Welling Garden City, which is one of those nice ones, because I'm kind of based here, so just drive that way a bit, past me, that way a bit, that's, they've only got half the distance to go home, picking up at half past ten, um, and I thought, I'm just going to put that because if that's all I do today, I've been running, running, running all week. I've had a decent week. Brilliant. Um, and it'll just, I might get more of a weekend out of it. like you know. So if you come, it comes in after the Friday, we'll whack it onto next week. So I'm sure that'll be absolutely fine. I'm also slightly dreading this job because it's, um, it's going to a residential address. And it needs tail lift, th- like five pallets, three and a half tonne. And I have a sneaking suspicion it could be something like delivering mud or tiles, I just know you're going to be backing up a bungalow, a shingle bungalow driveway, and the guy's going to go, can you put them over there, please? And I'm going to go, no, because pallet trucks do not move on stones. <laughs> so, might be wrong, might be wrong. I'll let you know. Uh, right, so, we're going to continue with prisons this week. We're going to, few, we're going to start this week with Steve Campbell, and we're going to finish with Steve Campbell who does put a lot of content in. Steve, I hope you understand. I haven't got time to read all of them out. And yeah, sorry I missed you. He, he texted me to say he's going to be in the area, but as it turns out, he went to Oxford anyway. So drive safe, mate. Right, so cause Steve actually is not... Um, he's kind of well-versed um, in, 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 in the um, Her Majesty's accommodation, and he did give me a proper rundown of all the other prisons. So if you want to know your categories, go to the comments. He's, 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 he's locked it down for me. But he said... When he was, in, presumably, he was inside. He said, "I used to work for DHL in 2019. Oh no, this was outside. Uh, 1920, delivering the canteen orders to cells on House Block One, A Wing in Holm House. Was inside. Uh, no driving involved. Just distributing orders to cell doors. But um, from collecting the bags in the ducats from the store's wing, you get escorted everywhere. The staff with keys, non-prisoners, will open each gate one by one." 
Sounds so familiar. Now I am working on the exchange. What do you reckon the chance of getting a job to a prisoner? Would the shipper need to be... That's a good question. Would the shipper need to be informed if the driver is an ex-con? I think so. Not really. I mean, you've done your time. That's it. Um, it would be funny to deliver to prison. The prison I lived in, if they ask, um, have I been there before? I could say, yes, boss. <laughs> I've lived here at least once. Regarding the categories, you're pretty much accurate. Thanks, Steve. But he did lock them down. He also says... I can confirm you can guarantee that your uh, canteen is either late or items are missing since DHL took over. However, I have never owned, I've never ever known a DHL to post a card through my door stating it wasn't, I wasn't at home or left it with my neighbour. <laughs> Chances are you're going to be around, don't you? And finally, you did put me straight on the charging cables, which is charging cables can be used by inmates for other things other than escape or suicide. But to charge illegal like like to charge illegally smoked um, smuggled in mobile phones um is a using a blade out of a razor. I'm not sure about that. Uh, we have T V aerials and T V power cables and the power cables for the kettles and the PlayStation two um, and plenty of other items in our cells that could be used to commit suicide. Yeah, I know it's a shocker in it really. And he also says finally on this note, he says, also if you have a mobile phone in prison, um, it may get stolen because they're thieves in prison. Yeah. You're not allowed phones in prison. You're not. I even I don't think even category four mobile phones. I'm pretty sure they're not, I'm not sure. Um and also that's always the time that always made me strange. It's strange. It's like <laughs> prisons are effectively um criminal universities. What we're going to do is we're going to get the guys that want to know how to do the things wrong and we're going to put them all together so they can have a big chat about it. It's a bit like hospitals. We've got someone who's really ill and their immune system's very low. So what we're going to do is put them in a building for the people that are infected with various different diseases. I mean, I kind of understand it's a necessity, but at the same time, it's kind of counterintuitive. So, also on prisons, um, TC Services says, I've yet to deliver to a uh, prison, but I've delivered to a couple of military bases. They can be artwork. Do you know the hardest place I had to deliver? British Sugar. I did a video on it. I had to take an exam. And I thought, first question, you thought, oh, it's going to be Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's page one. Wrote it down. There were three questions on the exam I couldn't find anywhere in the folder. <laughs> I was kind of, what? All I've got to do is drop off two pallets of cardboard. Do I truly have to? I didn't think I was going to have to pass me 11 plus to get in, like, you know? So, contemporary reference for the 18 to 25 year olds there. Um, I delivered to a couple of military bases. One was Bryce Norton, which was just a small box, so someone met me in the car park. But last week I went to the naval base down in Portsmouth, which was very different. I had a full security check, um, then had to wait in line for the vehicle in which I had to follow to the drop-off point, then follow to the exit point before I could leave. Yeah, I've had a, another shocker I had back in the day when I was driving, oh, I think the first Luton when I was driving um, Penny. I had to deliver to Canary Wharf, and they have them barrier things that go up. Of course, the lorry in front of me has gone in. I sat there. Nothing happened. Started to go in. The barrier come up underneath the bed. Oh, God. No tailgating, mate. I went... I don't know. I've never been here before. There's a sign. Where? Over there. Oh, right. I'll read it with the eyes in the back of my head and a mirror, shall I like, you know? But it, put, it fired the airbag off. It cost me 250 quid to get a new seatbelt thing put in. Shocking. Um, where was we? 
you know, fodder for the exit before I can leave. But it happens. The, the sort of security is tight in these places. Uh, Tom Mitchell said, I've delivered to prisons here in Ireland, mostly to kitchen stores. Handy enough, um, he said, inmates would check the goods under the watch of the prison officers. One one time automatic gate, I wish one time the automatic gate wouldn't open fully. So um, he said, I'd be there for three to four hours someone before someone came out to sort it out. And bear in mind, I had 25 deliveries left on board that I had to make. And then one of the prisoners managed to open the gates by disabling the mechanism. <laughs> Again, criminal university. You can find somebody in there. Mate, we need to get in a safe. Oh, Barry can do this. <laughs> He'll have that done in 15 minutes. Don't worry, it's fine. Anyway, I think that might be pretty. Any more comments on prisons, please? We'll keep them going. Otherwise, that's that one done. Uh, Hermit Crab Logistics. I'm doing a bit like... The, the videos came to fit into three different categories now. There's freelance trucking, which is just me driving the lorry. There's Sunday Q&A, which is kind of self-explanatory, the clues in the title, that's this stuff. And then there's everything else, and everything else tends to be sort of exchange and career questions. So if you don't want to watch the long videos, or if you're um, not really, you want to watch the long videos, but you're not really interested in them, just, just work it out from the title. Mm. And also, I think they're on playlists, so I'm not quite sure how playlists work, but I'm trying to sort, of, sort them out and make life easier than yourself. So. Right, so Hermit Crab Logistics, Shane Hardy says, I'm not sure if the fat tongue is an improvement, Pete. As long as, as, long as you well know you seem to be something that matters. Uh, freelance drug. <laughs> yeah, the fat tongue, Shane, was not an improvement. I can tell you very personally, it was horrible. <laughs> it's bizarre. This thing stunned me. And um, I didn't even, at first I thought, did that happen? It was like someone had injected me with a little tiny needle under my tongue. I thought, did that happen? And then it just went bigger and bigger. And then the end, they going, you're right, I'm like, I'm like, it just massive, filled up the whole of my mouth. It was, I imagine, it was like, it was, it was like holding something between the size of a golf ball and a tennis ball in your mouth. It didn't physically, by the end, it didn't, didn't physically fit. It was sticking out the front. Couldn't sleep. I had a job going to Wales in the morning. Very unpleasant, but we get through it, you know. So, um, David Vale says, Pete, the seat is bouncing around. How do you hold onto the wheel? Does the seat adjust for this? No, you don't really notice it. You, you kind of, it, this, this, the middle bit bounces, but your hands and feet stay in the same place. So it's kind of, I don't know how to describe it, it kind of goes like that. So the, your body moves, but your limbs don't. And it is actually quite comfortable. Old Steve says he, old Steve um, Campbell says he misses his. I didn't mind the, the, the seven and a half ton didn't have a bouncy seat. The eighteen ton had a bouncy seat. They were both comfortable. They were fine. Um, tr Trucker Chris and HGV says, "Have you ever had a grumpy fork driver or an awkward one? And if so, how would you deal with it?" And another thing, if a complaint was put into a customer's, how would you deal with it as as a boss um, yourself? Because you can't just give yourself a verbal warning like an employee. I know it depends on the complaint and the situation. In short, Chris. Um, if we get a complaint in about a driver, we say, okay, I'm going to have to speak to the driver about that. Then we get the driver's side of view. And that normally, we have, we've had a couple with Harry. We had one in about one of the prison officers said he was very, very awkward. Now, Harry can be very, very awkward. If he's not tipped within five minutes, he gets a, he gets a mood on that, you know. But then having said that, I've also known, I've delivered to a few prisons myself, as we spoke about earlier. And... Uh, they can be, let's say they can be pernickety. 
They can be particularly picky, which is why if you're delivering to a prison, the best thing to do is just yes sir, no sir, any problem. Just give them what they want. I have a philosophy in life, which has got a theory on this, which is give them what they want. It costs you nothing and it makes them happy. And it gets you out quicker. Be polite, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's what I would do. As for um, Grumpy Fork Truck Driver, I've always meant to do this video. I think I had, I'm going back through my old videos and looking at all the old um, titles. And I don't think I've done that one. So, mate, I'll get your video out there for you. How to make fork truck drivers smile. It was a game, it was a game I play. If I come in and the guy's miserable, I make it a personal mission to make sure that he's at least, maybe not happy, but, well, not, not, not smiley, not doing a Mary Poppins, like, you know, skipping down the street. But at least not quite so miserable by the time I left. <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, Dan on the run says, he says, you, you, who knew? Hermit crabs get stuck in property change too. At least they don't have to deal with solicitors when going through and leaving house. No, this is true. Maybe we'll come back as hermit crabs. Right, that was that one. Billy Wizards. Um, yeah, he was a character from the Beano. He used to have like question marks, and he just he used to, his feet used to turn into a great big circle. He, used to, he whizzed everywhere. That was the whole point. So, uh, Dale Steele says, I don't blame anyone who doesn't do London. It's financially poor due to getting jobs out of London. Who will do well if you choose? You will do well if you choose your jobs well. It is completely. Um, is a completely contradictory. So you will do well if you choose your jobs well. Is a completely contradictory comment. I'm not sure about that. That might come up later. Um, Godzilla says he said I don't venture within the M25. Simple reasons I can't get anything out. If you do get something, the rates are poor and not worth my time. Loading or work of work offered is worst ever. Uh, a poor rate also. Yeah, I mean we've had that problem before where there is work. There's plenty of work out of now. There's plenty of vans out of now. So the second you try and put a bid in, somebody else is putting a bid in for 20 quid. And you're like, why? Why bother? Why bother? We've got to do when I'm going, right? Um, but yeah, you, you guys, you go where the money goes. Uh, Beth Hale says, he says, boo-hoo. Mr. Shipper can't find anyone who's willing to spend half a day getting into a central London hospital and not get a job home while paying peanuts. Same for jobs in the middle of nowhere where he knows there's nothing coming out. If you're willing to pay the correct money to, and take into consideration where you're leaving a driver when you're looking for quotes, the job gets filled 99 out of 100 times. And this is true. Sensible shippers. I had to speak to um, my mate Jamie. And he, he had a job going from sort of... Um, I was kind of Swindon way going. Uh, it, it was it was past Inverness. It was like in the middle of, middle of um, middle of Scotland. I said, Jamie, you're looking at three days. You, it's two days to get it up there because you can't drive it in one day. You, literally, you, it's more than nine hours. It's probably eleven, twelve hours to drive it up there, and then you're going to spend another half a day getting back, or another day and a half getting back to somewhere. So how you worked it out, I don't know. Situations like that, I think, are probably best to go on the Panic Network overnight to get to somewhere much closer and then get someone else to ship it the final way. The only problem with that is if you put it on the Panic Network, it's going to go on with 26 other panics, and you can't actually guarantee how safe the load is going to be. Whereas if you put it in a dedicated, so it depends on the value of the goods on board, I'm sure. Look at me, talking like I know what I'm talking about. Haven't got a clue. Honestly, I'm winging the whole thing. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. 
To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, Steve at STC Services says, pay the correct rate and I'll go anywhere, anytime. Based in Sheffield, if I take a London job on, I'm lucky to get £200 and nothing coming back. If I stay local, I earn more money, less fuel. For three or four local jobs a day in this way for me, dead miles is a killer. You notice certain shippers will give you work, but they don't want to send a... Certain shippers will give you the work, but they don't want to send their drivers to. This comes up all the time. I notice that. I kind of think if, 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 if you know the firm and you know they've got their own vans and they post a job, you think, yeah, that's because that needs to be dropped in Bristol at one o'clock in the afternoon. You know nothing's coming out of Bristol at one o'clock in the afternoon, that kind of thing, like, you know. So um, um, makes good business sense for them, but not for us as a driver, unless you put the quote in, unless you put the return miles in, unless you say, I'll do it, but it's going to cost you this, you know. Um, van on the run says, when it comes to ad hoc subcontractor work there is no obligation to go anywhere or to do anything this is one of the advantages of obtaining this kind of work if the shipper has unreasonable expectations it may suit his business if subbies would go anywhere to do anything but that's no reason for them to do work that doesn't financially stack up for them it needs to be win-win for both sides i will go anywhere for the right money but when when I quote extra money to go out of the way places, I rarely get the job. These jobs aren't going to be done for the standard rates. All work on the CX is backload rate, so it's subcontracting. So going out of the way or to difficult places for normal rates does not stack up financially. He's right. Again, I have one. I had a decent one. Like, you know, like I said today, I'm not starting till ten, and um, the job come up late and buzzard, eight o'clock in the morning, going to Derby. It's a great place, Derby. Got a very good chance of getting out. Uh, it's like 100 miles, and I rung them up, and I said, I give them the right, she, no, she rang me, I quoted it, and she rung me, and she said, yeah, I, I quote, I'll be honest with you, I quoted a 300 pound, that's three pound a mile, which is what we run 18 tons at. She rang me up, and she said, can you do 280? And I said, no. This was one o'clock in the afternoon, I said, I've got all afternoon to get it off, and um, I said, because I'm going to get up there Friday afternoon, Friday morning, and you know, Friday afternoonish, and that sometimes dies a bit Friday afternoon. And I could end up doing 200 miles for 280 quid if I come back empty. And, and recently, you know, in an 18 ton, you can get 250 quid for a job going 40 miles. And that's exactly what happened. I've got a job instead going from Aylesbury to Wenning. Admittedly, I think it's going to be a residential drop, <laughs> and probably one of those ones you know we spoke about. The shippers will give you the jobs they don't want. Mm. Um, but it's 40 miles one side to the other side of my house and I'm getting 30 quid less than I would have got for what potentially could have been well, 100 that could have been 200 don't get me wrong I could have gone to Derby I could have got one coming back I could have got one coming back somewhere south in the morning it could have worked out but at the same time it also depends what time you're quoting the job if this had been 5 o'clock at night I would have said yeah no problem send it through 280 but I had the whole afternoon to find something else so I just went no and I'm sure they shifted it but just maybe they shifted it for somebody who's dropping off early down here in the morning, going back 
suits some lovely so I'm not criticising the shipper they've got to get the money they can but sometimes you go no not doing it um, Tajis Patel said like the video he said love being a Billy wizard Billy, Billy Wiz it's fine but um, not sure about being an Uncle Albert making pocket money on the CX I'm only able to drive three days a week max due to caring and other responsibilities well well done you Tajish for, for doing the thing there you know um, to cover the cost of my insurance, CX membership, services, MOT, etc., I need a minimum of £80 a day before I start making profit. When I just do local work on the CX, uh, the, the max I make is 120 a day. Take the fuel off at a 10, it leaves me with about 30 quid profit for a full day's work. Yeah, that doesn't work. Know you, know you, know you, know your fees, know your expenses, know your bottom line, and you do you. Unless I'm running every day. Um, willing to make more than pocket money it's about as hard as re as remembering Kevin when you're leaving for your Christmas holiday I don't think that's supposed to say Kevin I don't know what that last comment was we had a guy when we were doing uh, when we were doing the very ill-advised subcontracting thing back in the day and he would work two days a week and what he would do is he would get a job from London to say Newcastle in his small van and he would drive up there for I don't know 150 200 quid then he'd kip in the van overnight, and then he'd get a job from Newcastle down to London for the same kind of money the next morning. And that was him done. 300 quid a week. Take your diesel out. I don't know what diesel's up in there. He might earn himself he might earn himself a tour for a week's work for two days' work. So he kept him, you know, kept him ticking over, and it left him free to do the other stuff that he had to do during the week. So I'm sure Tadges is maybe doing something very similar. As I was saying, you do you. You do what works for you. That's, that's, that's the joy and beauty of the thing. So... Small, tall man, small van, says, I love my small van. I run a long wheelbase high roof Fiat Doblo, and it can take 800 kilos plus me, all six foot three and 17 stone of me. Hmm? Well, you've, 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 got, you've got two inches on me, I'm six foot one. Don't know how much I weigh, it frightens me, I'm not, not getting a pair of scales. <laughs> coach, no, no coach parties, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all my kit. I can even put two euros in at a push, that's pretty good. Or one normal pallet on lengthways comfortably. It also has a high roof, so it, can, so it can take more if it's taken off the pallet and handled on. I do a fair amount of short wheelbase jobs. Yeah, because the size of that van, I'm sure you could. Due to the size of the rear end's payload, it's hilarious to drive. I can park it anywhere, and even my lead, lead right foot is still between 50 and 60 miles per gallon. Couriers and all van trucks and sizes deserve equal respect, and we all do our own part to keep the country running. You certainly do, mate. Well done, you. Um, Shane Hardy says, what about Uncle Alberts when that were Billy Wizards? So you were a Billy Wizard, you become an Uncle Albert. Do they become Uncle Wizards or Billy Alberts? No, of course they don't. It's a bit like if you're in the army and you're a lance corporal and then you become a sergeant major or the other way around. I don't know how the ranking works. You don't become a lance major or a sergeant corporal. You're a sergeant corporal, become a lance corporal, become a sergeant major. So you're either a Billy Whizzer or an Uncle Albert. It's not interchangeable. You can't have half and half. I suppose there could be an argument to be made that if you're old with a cap and a white beard but you're still riding it, no. You choose. If Then you're a Billy Whizzer. If you're doing it, you're a Billy Whizzer. If you're Mickey Mouse in it, you're an Uncle Albert. Both are perfectly valid. And finally, on this note, we've got um, Ian Merrick. says, small van drivers in particular keep the car part supply chain going. Um, I like to think of us as the elite of the courier profession, typically more attractive, <laughs> quicker and cooler than our larger van colleagues. Many times I've pulled into depots and been 
swamped by admirers desperate for a selfie. I find it's rude not to oblige. I used to drive a medium wheelbase traffic and was an ugly duckling, but now I have transitioned into a stunning VW Caddy Swan, gliding up and down the road network, turning heads as I go. I may very well buy a pair of leather trousers. <laughs> I particularly like the last line. <laughs> Ian, um, I'm sure you can carry it off with a plum. Bear in mind there is a, there is a sort of a, a, an age restriction on leather tracks and trousers. But if you go over 30, unless you're a rock star, it's kind kind of you know. But I'll leave that one to you. I'm sure David Bowie could have carried it off in his nose. So now we're on to the wise guys. Dale Steele says, "Can you take a photograph of?" Oh, yeah, sorry. Because we're talking about this is where people have informed me. Because I'm, I, I get slightly concerned. Oh, there, there's one coming up in the next few weeks, which is um, Peter Career Detective. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't know where I come up with these titles, and I don't know why it's horrible. Um, and the, the one, the young lad who I know, because I've delivered a few times there now, uh, um, City Plumbing, sort of walks past the camera, and you can see him. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't really like that, but you kind of got to be wise about it. And you think, well, it's sort of you've got to be clever about if I'm going into somewhere, is that likely to be somewhere where someone who I'm delivering for could be poached from? And you can't, you, you try it. I'll, I'll have to be. I want to give you guys all the information, but at the same time, I've got to be a little bit vague because I need to protect the people that are giving me a job. So I, I try to be clever about it. I don't know if I always get it right, but I try. So, but Dale Steele says, Pete, you can photograph what you want as long as you're on public or publicly accessible property. You have no privacy in public. But Godzilla's does add. He said, what Pete's referring to is, um, is what was presented by the MNS as, MSN as fact regarding filming in public. There is a new law regarding content and permission. If it's for sexual gratification, then yes, um, permission is meant to be obtained. Wait till they try to find someone with a few quid. It's not happening. It's just... Um, it's just people and places when the public domain is perfectly legal. It's not possible to be if it's not possible to be seen by a public area, then dynamic changes and permissions should be asked. But it's questionable. I, I just try to be clever about it. I try to be considerate, and I try to be, I try to respect the shipper, and I try to respect the people that are around. Some of the times when you're filming a fork truck driver, I go, yeah, 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 it's for YouTube. You went, oh, you get me in. <laughs> okay, mate, I'll spin the camera around. It's fine if you want it, you know. Um, but I try. Um, and Sprinter Driver says, he said, now he says, here you go. He says, your comment about photos may give something away. Poaching is spot on. It's why every YouTube blogger on CX is blocked by me. It's taken 20 years to build up my customer base, and I cannot afford a bad camera angle to cost me a customer. So, yeah, just I have to be a little bit vague. Well, That's why sometimes when I do these Knife on the Road videos, a lot of them you'll see the truck driver right up to the place and stop. A lot of the time, I will stop you know two minutes away turn the camera off and then drive in and then you can just then you see the fork truck driver just loading the stuff on but you can't work out where you are because it's my life here. it's my business what i do for a living and you know and also just due respect if someone gives you a job you don't turn around and kick him there so there you go um right quick one we got to, we're on a trucks now uh c11 yan says it's just sold an 18 ton job 114 miles um, okay from E1 to Paul on the CX for 900 quid he said bank holiday Monday uh, the client was quoted a fair bit more from their trucking vendor who couldn't supply the mileage rates around London 
for event transport are eye-watering. Yeah, because he does event transport. I know, because France does a lot of stuff for him. He's been doing the bootleg Beatles. Um, yeah, two things to read into that. Before you start going, 900 quid, I'm going to go buy three lorries. Bank holiday Monday. Getting someone to run a bank holiday Monday is not easy because you can guarantee that he's going to go down the pool and he's going to come back empty. There's very few jobs on the bank holiday Monday. Although it did happen to me once on a Sunday. I managed to get one coming back. Did a video about it. Well, that would come as no surprise, would it? Um, and also, E1. Now, to get into E1, you need Euro 6. So he needs a Euro, otherwise it's £100 just to drive past the camera, and that's if you're cameraed up. Um, so, firstly, he's getting it from right inside the charge, and no one wants to go to E1. And mind you, at least it's better than EC1. Um, and he wants it on a bank holiday Monday, so it really is, and how desperate, and also, when it comes down to events, that's another one to write under here. Anything to do with events, events, film sets, movie sets, they have huge budgets and they have the capacity to pay more. Doesn't mean they're going to, they ain't all got the cheapest price, but they have the capacity to pay more, which is always nice. So we're finally through it and we're getting through it now, guys. Nearly in there. A couple on the miscellaneous. Tracy Gordon says, Thanks, Pete. I'm a Londoner who's been living in the USA now for just over 10 years, and um, I'm a flower delivery driver. Um, I've been using... Oh, this is because she does the circuit thing. Now, I promote the circuit thing. The circuit thing is very good. Here's a link to the circuit thing. There's loads of other videos on the circuit channel. Have a look. A lot of them are just not necessarily to do with circuit. Some of them don't even mention it. Things like where to park and fuels and stuff like that. But um, they're there if you want them, like, you know. She said, I've been using another multi-drop app, not quite working for me and my colleagues. It's, it is only two of us, and some days we have a lot of stops. Other days we only have a few. The Circuit app is available over here, and you explain it so thoroughly, I've decided to make the switch. Oh, thank you, Trace. Um, on, on the one we were currently using, you, can't, you can prioritise stops, but that, but that it, we... It was the one that we definitely needed. I absolutely love what you, you can prioritise stops and time on circuit, and that sold it to me. Plus the, ver plus the verbal input is amazing. Thanks again, mate. The video has been a lifesaver for us. Well, firstly, thanks very much for um, the comment. Secondly, thanks very much for backing me up on the app, because I do think it's a remarkably good app. And like she says, the verbal thing, you just go, um, um, yeah. <laughs> um, Planet Ice, Milton Keynes, just comes up. It's really, really good. Um, and if you have to have certain things, particularly if she's doing the flowers, so certain flowers have got to be at certain places at certain times, you can give it a time frame. It's not the cheapest multi-drop out of there, but it, I believe it is the best. That's kind of why I plug it. That's why I'm happy to. They pay me, that's why I plug it. But I'm happy to, I'm happy to plug it. So, um, yeah, it, and, and I'm, it's just good to know that I'm, I'm not wrong or that these people think I'm not wrong. So it kind of helps you feel better about yourself. Not that I need to anyway. Um, Joseph Murray says, Hey Pete, lots of videos. Cheers, Joseph. Um, started a year ago today, had no knowledge of the industry. Just bought a van and thought, how can I make money from it? Thanks to the videos, such as yourself and others are making. Yeah, Big Beardy did comment on it. He did a like on me. Beardy, if you're ever out there, mate, if we ever get together, great, you know. And also van on the run. Maybe we should do one if you're ever in the area. Um, self and others... Uh, I'm making what I think is good money, however, I keep seeing people saying the CX should be used for back roads only, but I use it for most of my work. Joseph, so do we. We've got our own customers and we're actually getting more freight forward in, but most of our track work still comes off the CX. Um, 
what does someone like myself like myself get the freelance work without the how does where does someone like myself get the freelance work without the CX apps? Thanks for reading any advice. It's end user customers, mate. I have done one on end user customers before. I shall do you a link if I remember. Um, but yeah, just type in end user customers. That's the best way to do it. So yeah, we'll, we'll do a link to your video for you. Um, and finally, the from the the sold my Cooper S guy. Nothing wrong about the weather. Uh, not finally. This is miscellaneous. Um, not not wrong about the weather. I find anything about fifteen degrees. Too hot, especially when working. Yeah, shorts and yeah, I'd have to wear a vest if I could, but it's kind of unsightly. Um, yeah, the biggest problem I've got with that comment is you sold your Cooper S, mate. Oh, hope you bought another Cooper S or a Cooper or a Countryman or something like that. We've got many stacks all over the place in this house. The wife likes them. I don't really mind. It just gets me up the road. And finally, as I said, in conclusion this week from Steve Campbell, he says, am I getting old? I noticed today that I'm quite in the habit of listening to Radio 2 in the wagon and getting high scores on Popmaster. Um, I stopped listening to Radio 1 probably in my 20s because I just couldn't handle the dung dug dung dug dung dug dung anymore. Flicked onto Radio 2 and they were playing Tempted. After a while, Radio 2 will drive you mad because it is very much radio old. But if you need to listen to something that doesn't go dung dug dung dug dung dug dung and you can't stand adverts, you're kind of messed up. Or you can listen to Spotify, but I kind of like the chatting in between. So what I tend to do is I flick between 6 Music and 2 depending on which of the DJs. So it's Chris Hawkins in the morning, then Lauren Laverne, then Ken Bruce, got to be Ken Bruce, bit of Jeremy Vine, over to Craig Charles, and then maybe um, Steve Mac, or by that stage it's Spotify or, or Talking Books. As for Popmaster, my average score is 18. But it is an average. It's not. It's like a, um, a proper average. It's not like the one that I get the most. I get anything from 3 to 36. There you go. And finally, he says, and I got sacked from Timpsons. Why does that not surprise me, Steve? <laughs> there you go. That's it for another day. So I've now got, I'm going to upload this now and then uh, jump in a truck and I'm off to Aylesbury to find out if I've got to drag five pallets of tiles across stones. Wish me luck. Take care. Take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.